Jesus? Anybody love this church? Jesus is alive. This church is alive. Somebody give it up for Jesus. You could be seated. We're about to get in this. Uh, I want to bring you greetings from my home church, Saints Church. Uh, we love you. We pray for you. We're so glad that we get to do life with you guys and life with your pastors. I'll say something about that in a bit. I have three kids. I always say this. They're 19, 16, and 14. I want to light myself on fire. Um, and uh, last night I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to this church in Jersey. Uh, we're all the way out in Long Island. And I was like, guys, you want to come with me? Um, you know, cheer me on and everything. And they're like, no, it's okay, Dad. Just tell them we said hi. So, hi. I don't know who should be more offended about that, me or you, but uh, it is what it is. And uh, I, I love your pastors. I, I love that I get to do life with them. I love them. Uh, I, love, I love them, like brother, sister. Uh, I love their kids. Uh, my man, Ben. Somebody give it up for Ben. My guy, my guy is 11 years old, was up at 6.30, running the cameras all day long. I don't know if you know this, but he also has a YouTube page. Uh, so if, I was going to say, if you have YouTube, like, duh, everybody has YouTube. Uh, ben Fleming, um, add it. I don't know how you do it, but subscribe. I'm a recent subscriber. Ben helped me in the office just now. Uh, so I can't wait to get into that. So let's help his subscribership. Uh, I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, but Ben is the man, 11 years old. Ben, please pray for my daughters. I need the grace of Ben to be on uh, my kids' lives. And uh, I think you're awesome. And I, I really do. I love uh, Pastor Anthony and Pastor Miriam um, so much. Um, I just love them. I feel total confidence with them. I feel like I could tell them anything. Uh, we actually have a, a little group chat, um, and uh, it's kind of funny because, one, they're awesome. They're always just encouraging, giving wisdom, but uh, Pastor Anthony has the best accent, and when I read his text, <laughs> I read it with the accent, and I'm like, this just sounds so intelligent just because he's got the accent. So no matter what he's saying, I'm like, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I'm not getting involved with that. Um, uh, but I love them. I, I love that I literally get to do life with them. Uh, we talk all the time. And I love seeing what this church is doing. I love being here now, right now. Uh, I love seeing the vision uh, and getting to walk through the building and, and really believing with all of you uh, for what's to come, all the big things, all the people that are going to come through these doors uh, and get their life literally transformed. And so I'm excited. I like being with people that make me think bigger. Uh, and the Flemings are definitely that in my life. Uh, so somebody give it up for your pastors. Um, yeah, Dursos and Flemings, right? Uh, we kind of share the same mom. Uh, she was here, what, two weeks ago? Um, she was preaching. She's way better than me, so I apologize for what I'm about to say. But, um, but yeah, so uh, every single we're Italian and every single... Uh, Sunday, we, we do something called Spaghetti Sunday. We, it's our family dinner, and we cook the pasta, and we cook the sauce, and we do all the, the mozzarella and the prosciutto and the, all the stuff. We get everything, all the goodies. Um, and, uh, like, you know, when you get really full, like, you got to go lay on the couch. Uh, I, got, I, I got a little something. I did a little trick. Uh, my kitchen table actually has a bench on one side and a couch on the other side. Life hack. So you don't even have to walk to the couch. You eat and you lay. 
So anybody want to steal that, go for it. Just at, I don't know, give me hashtags. I don't know. Anyway, um, we're about to have a family meal right now, and I'm excited that we get into the word of God. Um, and so uh, anyone in here exercise? All my transformed people. Um, it was so funny. Like, I literally, I didn't, I, I didn't uh, realize this. Like, when I was, like, preparing my message, like, I didn't even think about this, that there's a gym in the building. And, like, when I got here this morning, I parked the car, and I'm walking in. I walked into the wrong door. And then the girl, uh, you know, in, like, the gym outfit, she saw me, and she says, sir, are you lost? And I said, yes, I am. <laughs> what is this place? I've never seen a place like this. Why do you have these, I don't know, machines here? Uh, I was like, yeah, I'm looking for a church. I'm not looking for a gym. Um, funny, another, I don't know why I keep talking. Uh, well, I'm supposed to be talking. But um, we're in the, they asked me, they were like, hey, do you want something to eat? And I was like trying to be healthy. And I was like, you know, maybe some like cashews or something like fruit or something. And then they had this little bowl and it was like the little trail mix. And guess what I ate? I ate all the M&Ms. <laughs> My girl right there. Um, anyway, so Exercise. Uh, I've been doing some extensive research on exercising, and uh, I've been uh, studying how long, like scientifically, uh, how long are you supposed to rest between sets? And I, I came to the conclu personal conclusion uh, that six months is good for me. <laughs> Despite how it looks, I only work out twice a year. Um, but the twice a year that I actually work out, I eat better those days. See, what I did in the morning actually is in my mind all day, and it actually makes me help or helps me make better life decisions throughout the whole day because, man, I did all this work in the morning. I got up early. I went to the gym. I sweated. I did all this stuff. And so throughout the day when all the food is like comes at me, I'm like, nah, I worked out this morning. I don't want to mess up what I did in the morning. And so I make better life decisions throughout the day because of what I did in the morning. That's why it's so important for us uh, to get before God and to open up our Bibles and get in prayer every single day. I promise you, you want to be a better person, a better man, a better woman, a better dad, a better mom, a better sister, a better brother, a better wife, a better husband. Like if you want to be any of those things, get in God's word every single day. Early will I seek him. Early in the decision, early in the struggle, early in the moment, early in the season, early 2021. Get in the book and it will help you make better life decisions throughout every single day to be who you're called to be and do what you're called to do. If you have your Bibles, would you open them up to Matthew chapter 6? We're going to be reading a few verses, starting with verse 9. This is the Lord's Prayer. Uh, if you're taking notes, write that down. If you're not taking notes, write that down. If you are online, throw that in the chat. Throw some fire emojis and hands up emojis. And I always throw the wrong emojis up. And my kids are like, Dad, that's not what that meant. And I'm like, my bad. Um, anyway, the disciples said to Jesus, teach us how to pray. And Jesus said, this is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven. He starts off with our Father in heaven. We're going to stop right there. If God wanted us to pray alone, he would have said my Father in heaven. This is to be done in community. We're supposed to be together. The enemy wants us all by ourselves, home alone. Hashtag best Christmas movie ever. Uh, he wants us off on our own. He doesn't want us to be with one another. This is supposed to be done in community. That's why for anybody that's online, I'm not judging. Uh, but as soon as we get to be back in the building fully and you feel comfortable, get back in the building. Let's not get used to, to watching service, eating pancakes with syrup dripping down our chin. 
in our PJs. Let's get back in the building. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Verse 11, give us this day our daily bread. We're going to park it right here on this verse. Give us this day our daily bread. I love this verse. Where are all my carb lovers at? This verse, this Italian can take literally and obey joyfully. I want my daily bread. Paul tells us that we are running a race. I am carb loading. Uh, and all you people that work out more than twice a year and say that gym is life, uh, Jesus is on my side. And we say bread is life. Somebody say yes and amen. Uh, we're going to break this verse into three sections. Section one, the what. Section two, the when. Section two, who. Let's pray real quick. Holy Spirit, thank you for this moment. We invite you in this place wherever we are right now. We want to have an encounter with you that will long outlast this moment. So give us this day our daily bread. Amen. Part one, give us. This is the what. Give us. It's us asking God the Father, the what is prayer, it's a request, it's, it's a petition, it's a position, it's a confession. It, it's, it's, it's like admitting that we actually have a need. See, there's humility here, there's weakness here, there's vulnerability here. It's like a little bird chirping, needing food from mom. It's actually a cry for help. God, give us. The Lord's prayer was never meant to be remembered and recited in some like monotone voice and and just gone through like rushed through just to get through it no 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 this is like a life or death situation god give us the bread we need to sustain us to get us uh to get us through whatever we're going through this is a distress call it's an admittance and acknowledgement of our brokenness and ultimate dependence on him give us please god give us a, i can't do this on my own i, I can't do this without you i, I don't want to do this without you i need you i acknowledge and declare my utter dependence on you the what is interaction the what is our side of communication with god any relationship without communication is dead even when we don't know what to say we could simply say god give us the what's the difference maker God responds when we call on him, 2 Chronicles 7, 14. If my people would humble themselves, God, give us. And pray, God, give us. And seek my face, God, give us. And turn from their wicked ways. Then, 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 then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. There's a promise on the other side of the prayer. God hears, God forgives, God heals. God moves when we pray. God, give us the what is trust it's admitting that we trust him i mean it's actually an act of worship it's like an active declaration of faith that i believe that god can provide everything that i need i know he knows what i'm going through and he has what i need to get through it see you wouldn't seriously ask me for a million dollars if you actually knew me you would i don't have it the only reason we ask God for anything is because we actually believe he has what we're asking for, that he can and wants to provide what's best for us. We're saying we believe that our prayers don't actually just uh, hit the ceiling and bounce back, that they actually go all the way up to heaven. And he actually cares about what all of us are going through on an individual and corporate level. I love this, whatever he's done in the past. 
He can do it again. I believe if he did it there, he could do it here. If he did it then, he could do it now. If he did it for them, he could do it for all of us. Whatever he did in the past, he can do again. Oh, God, give us. Part two, give us this day. This is the when. Every single day I, I drive my kids to school and I drive into work and then I, I, I drive from work back to the school or wherever the kids are at. They're usually in the schoolyard or playing uh, uh, lacrosse or something like that and then we drive home. This is every single day. This is my everyday routine. And the very first thing that I do actually walking to the car is I turn my GPS app on. Because I want to know how to get to the destination the fastest way, the quickest way without any of the troubles. I, I drive these routes every single day, yet every single time I use my GPS app for the best way to get to where I'm going, for the best direction so I can avoid traffic and potholes and police. <laughs> same car, same me, same starting point, same destination, different day. Give us this day. Same me, different day. One day I was just having the absolute worst day. And uh, I was at work and I remembered that I had a dinner party at the house that night and I had to run to the supermarket and then get home and make sure the house was, uh, you know, viewable. Uh, and, uh, and so I run to the store and I get all the stuff. I get all the Italian goodies and, and I'm driving. I'm speeding home trying to get there as quick as possible. And, and I'm just like, it's just a bad day. It's just everything's just not working out. And I, I look over and I see on the, the nice leather seats, I see oil just dripping. And I'm like... So I, I had to make a decision. So I was just like, what do I do? Like, I didn't have time to pull over. And like, what was I going to do with it? Like, like, I just didn't have an extra bag to like put it in, try to save it. Like, I was just so frustrated. I made a quick decision to actually throw the whole thing out the window. I'm sorry. I was having a bad day. Please. This is like church. I'm just confession. Sorry. I do all the signs. Like, please. We're moving on. Got it? We move on. Good. We're good. Okay. And so I decided to throw the whole thing out the window. It was, uh, it was actually a, a quart-sized container filled, uh, filled with roasted peppers and garlic and just all the way up to the top with oil. And it was broken. It was leaking. And so my leather seats were getting baptized. And so I'm like, I got to get rid of this thing. And so uh, really quickly, I, I hit the window button to put the window down. And, and I grabbed the roasted peppers. And I throw this thing as hard as I possibly could. Only to realize I hit the wrong window button. And the container hit the window and it exploded and roasted peppers flew in the air and garlic and oil and everything is now like on the ceiling and like dripping on my bald head. And it wasn't cute. It wasn't like Old Testament, like where the priests like had the oil dripping down their heads and their beards. It was like anointing and Holy Spirit it was like nothing like that. It was a bad day. Bad day. I'm not exaggerating. I actually had to pay for all the stains when I gave that car back. So I get home, and uh, my beautiful uh, youngest daughter, who's now 14, uh, she's like, dad, 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 dad. I'm like, what? She's like, dad, can we play Mario Kart? Can we play Fortnite? Can we play cookies? Can we play them all? See, we were sharing the same day, but we weren't having the same day. She was having a bake some cookies, like go to the mall, like hang out, like 
like get in pajamas and have fun and like like play like Mariah Carey Christmas song. Like she was having that kind of a day, and I was having a throw in the towel, like raise the white flag, like end it all. Like that I was having that kind of a day. See, see, we all share the same day, but we don't all have the same day, but we do share the same God who knows exactly the day that we're having and has exactly what we need to get us through that day. See, my bread will be different from your bread, and your bread will be different from his bread, and his bread will be like we'll all have different bread because we're going through different days but we share the same God it's same us different day so your provision will match your day as your day gets tougher your provision will get stronger the old Jew eating the old bread isn't enough anymore you've grown your struggles have grown God knows the meal you need this day God will feed you according to the day that you're having You're stronger today, so you need a different kind of meal to sustain you. And God knows the recipe. New day, we need new direction for the day that we're in, the struggle that we're in, the season that we're in, the moment that we're in. Not what we needed 10 years ago when we first got saved. That was great for then, but he continues to provide everything that we need every single day. If we would just ask God, give us this day. I mean, do you believe he actually has what you need for the moment, for the struggle that you're in, for the season that you're in, for the year that you're having? The God that saved me then has the same uh, uh, resources to continue to save me now. His resources are adequate for the day that I'm facing, and I cannot fight this day's battle on yesterday's bread. I cannot fight this day's battle on tomorrow's bread that I don't even have yet. I need this day's bread to get me through where I am now. Not yesterday's bread, not tomorrow's bread, but this day's bread. Now, this day's bread can actually help me with whatever happened yesterday. And this day's bread can can help me with whatever's happening this day. And this day's bread can even prepare me until uh, whatever's going to happen tomorrow. But I need this day's bread. We cannot rely on what got us here to keep us here. We need this day's bread bread why because I want to be better than yesterday I want to be a better dad than yesterday I want to be a better leader than yesterday I want to be a better single man than I was yesterday I want to be a better brother than I was yesterday I want to be a better son than I I go through all the roles that I believe God's entrusted me with and I'm like man I just want to be better than yesterday and so I need this day's bread I want new things for today I'm happy about what happened yesterday but I want new things for today So I need a new word. I need new direction, new instructions, new wisdom, new grace, new bread. Not no moldy, old, crusty, old, nasty bread from yesterday. I need some fresh, hot bread. And God will provide. Now, I'm going to be honest, it doesn't always come packaged how you think it does. Sometimes the bread doesn't look like, you know, you was praying for something and and something showed up and you were like, um, God, that's not, you try to renegotiate with God. Like, that's not exactly what I meant, God. Like, this is what I was looking for. And you show the Amazon, like, picture. No, God, that's not, I wanted this bread. I want that bread. Numbers 14. 
Israel's about to enter the promised land, like right on the border, right to go into the promise. They had left slavery in Egypt, and God's been providing for them the whole time. It's been about 18 months, and, and so far he's split the Red Sea, and he's gotten water from a rock and bread from heaven in the morning, which we'll talk about in a bit, and, and meat every night for dinner, and sandals haven't run out, and cloud by day uh, for shade, and fire by uh, night for warmth. And before they cross over into the promised land, they're like, hey, get 12 guys together and go spy out the land and let us know what you think as if what they thought mattered like God said to go in why do you anyway different story and they send 12 guys in to go check out the land and then give them a report and so while they're over there they see some walls and they see some giants and they see some stuff that kind of is discouraging and so 10 of them uh, get really scared and they all run back to uh, the, the the people of Israel and they're like hey guys uh, we want to tell you about the bad day that we just had they tell everybody, hey, we can't move forward. We can't win this fight. We're too small. We're too weak. Uh, they're, they're too big. Uh, like, like, there's no way we can actually take this. So let's just go back to Egypt. Let's go back to slavery. Let's go back to our past. Let's go back to bondage. Ten of them saw it one way, two of them saw it differently. Watch this, Numbers 14, verse 6. Joshua and Caleb, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes, and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we passed through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them. And the Lord is with us. I heard we were in a series. God is with us. The Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Ten of them saw a bad day. Two of them saw a good one. Ten of them saw a red light. Two of them saw a green one. Ten of them saw defeat. Two of them saw a victory. Ten of them saw, hey, my enslaved past is better. Two of them say, no, 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 the future is so much brighter. Ten of them saw walls and giants. Two of them saw milk and honey. Ten of them saw an empty table. Two of them saw bread. Ten of them saw impossibility two of them saw there's nothing impossible with my god ten of them saw giants with the enemy and two of them saw god with us see sometimes it just doesn't look like it's gonna be your day sometimes the bread comes wrapped in a problem wrapped in a giant wrapped in a bad report wrapped in a bad day give us this day this day see the enemy wants to get your eyes off of uh, or, or focus on all the wrong things during the day the enemy is hoping that if you see the walls and the giants and all the bad stuff that you're going to want to pack up and go home and go back to who you used to be and do what you used to do. The enemy wants you to backtrack. He doesn't want you enjoying the exceedingly good land and the milk and the honey and the bread and all the stuff that God has for you. He wants you to starve to death. He wants you to be on your own. But no, 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 no. Not us, Church Alive. We're going to focus on the one that can sustain us through every single day, no matter what 2020 brings or 2021 brings. We're we're going to focus on the one that can sustain us through every single day for the year. Emmanuel, God with us. I mean, why should we ever worry if he's leading us? Why should we ever worry? Did you ever think that he, he couldn't feed you wherever he would lead you? Like if he's leading you there, he's going to feed you there. Then why should we ever worry? So people are going to see kid problems and money problems and sick problems. We're going to look past it. We're going to see God. We're going to see God's provision. We're going to see God working out all things for our good. We're going to look past the problem, and we're going to see the bread. We're going to get ready to eat. 
Like, this is the day. This is, this, you remember that song? You remember that song? Come on. This is the day. This is the day that the, I can't sing. Like, I know you thought it was Magno over up here, but like, like I can't really sing. So I, we go, come on. We will rejoice and be glad in this, how the song goes. God never said it was going to be a sunny day or a beautiful day or a be. He said, this is the day that I have made and we will rejoice in it. Man, this is the day of salvation. This is the day that we win. This is the day that we take back with the enemy stolen from us. This is the day that we realize that our God is way bigger than any 2020, than any Corona, than any vaccine, like all that stuff. We, we acknowledge that God is bigger than all that stuff. God is with us, so we will not fear. Oh, give us this day. Part three, our daily bread. This is the who. Give us this day our daily bread. Again, plural, community, it's ours. Daily bread, not just Sunday bread, everyday bread. See, what Jesus is referring to is not just physical bread. He's using a physical manifestation to convey a theological truth. He's actually comparing it to an Old Testament story in Exodus 16 when the people of Israel left Egypt after 400 years of slavery and were walking in the desert and they start complaining, complaining about the lack of food and they're like, man, at least back in Egypt we had something to eat. And God says, okay, I'm going to make it rain down bread from heaven for you. Uh, he was the first one to say that he was going to make it rain, not Fat Joe. <laughs> the people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day, this day. The people will be filled with bread, not just scraped by, but filled. Two million plus people, there's enough for everyone. Remember when mom said, don't fill up on bread? Tell her it's cool. Jesus said, uh, he's cool with it. Every morning, there will be dew on the ground, on the desert floor. Bible says, thin flakes like frost. And Moses said, they're great. <laughs> I actually had frosted flakes last night for dinner. Anyway. Uh, Exodus 16, verse 15. When the Israelites saw it, they said to each other, what is it? Moses explains, it's the bread the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Everyone is to gather as much as they need, take an omer, which is a certain amount, for each person you have in your tent. The Israelites did as they were told. Some gathered much, some little. And when they measured it by the omer, the one who gathered much did not have too much, and the one who gathered little did not have too little. Everyone had gathered just as much as they needed. Then Moses said to them, no one is to keep any of it until the next day, this day's bread. However, some of them paid no attention to Moses. They kept part of it until morning, but it was full of maggots and began to smell. Like Insta's story expires in 24 hours. The people of Israel called the bread manna, which means what is it? Now, when Jesus tells us to pray, God, uh, give us this day our daily bread, he's talking about far more than just physical bread. He's talking about everyday needs. God says, I supply it. You gather it. The bread fell outside the tent, not in their mouths. You have to reach out and grab it. You have to reach out and grab that bread. When you pray, give us this day our daily bread, it doesn't mean you get to sit at home on the couch and watch Netflix and, and expect God to pay all your bills and, and do everything for it. No, no, no. You got to work. Proverbs 14, 23 says, hard work always pays off. Mere talk puts no bread on the table. When he says... Pray, give us this day our daily bread. He's talking about far more than just physical bread. He's talking about God's family. 1 Corinthians 10, 16, the bread which we break, does it not mean that in eating it we participate in and share fellowship, a communion in the body of Christ? It's a body. We need to come together to stay healthy, uh, to, to actually function correctly. If you've ever seen Criminal Minds, you would know that detached body parts are gross. 
You need God's people in your life. That's why we have Thrive. That's why, that's why we have Transform groups. We need to come together. We need to get involved. Uh, the enemy wants, again, for you to be all on your own, acting like nobody understands what you're feeling. Nobody's been through what you've been through. I promise you people been through what you've been through. Uh, I promise you having people in your life that know what you've been through and say, man, I've been there. I know it's hard, but I've been there and can help you and walk you through it. That's so important. We need to have that people that are cheering us on and celebrating us and say, man, you keep going, keep fighting. Let's do this. We got this. You don't be in solitary confinement. Don't be the only person in your wolf pack. Like we need this. Like that's why Thrive and that's why Trans. It was created so that we could have strength in numbers. Stop being by yourself. We need each other to survive. We need each other to thrive, to stay healthy, to grow. Iron sharpens iron. That means it gets dull by itself. I promise you life is dull. I need you. You need me. We're a happy. Somebody thank Jesus that Barney was canceled. I'm almost done. When he says pray, give us this day our daily bread, he's talking about more than just physical bread. He's talking about spiritual food. Deuteronomy 8.3, people do not live by bread alone. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of God. You don't just need physical nourishment to live. We also need spiritual nourishment to have life. God speaks and life. He's talking about the word of God. Open up his word. Spend time with him. Get to know his voice. Let him speak to you. You want to know what you're supposed to do and who you're supposed to be? Open up God's word. I want God's will for my life. Nothing more, nothing less. When you open up your Bible, God opens up his mouth. Manna means what is it? We should open our Bibles. We should open our Bibles and ask God, what is it that you want me to do today? What is it that you want me to say, that you want to say to me today? What is it that I'm supposed to avoid today? And then listen for the answer because when God speaks, there's life. And you can say, but I've done read the whole Bible already. And that's great for then. But is that really why you want to get stuck? Man, it's a new day. We need new bread, new direction, new wisdom. Sometimes the, your daily bread is for somebody else. Sometimes somebody else is going through some stuff, and they need what, what, what God deposited in you. And you can say, hey, man, I read this this morning. This is going to encourage you. And sometimes you just need to be reminded. It's, it's good to be reminded that he loves us and he's for us and he's not against us and that we're the head and not the tail and that we're blessed and highly favored and that he's working out all things for our good and that if when we're tired, that if we, that if we spend time with him, that he'll renew our strength. Like, it's good to be reminded about all those amazing promises in his word. Musicians, you could come help me. These are my closing arguments. Lastly, lastly. When he says, pray, give us this day our daily bread, he's talking about far more than just physical bread. He's talking about himself. Manna, what is it? Actually, who is it? So many comparisons between manna, the bread, and Jesus. Both mysteriously came from heaven. Both were for everyone. Both were gifts from God. Uh, both given to the hungry. People had to make a choice and go get it. People said, what is this? Who is this? See, Jesus chose the bread to represent his sacrifice in communion. The, be the bread represents his body that was broken, that he died for us. Every time we drink the juice and we eat the bread, uh, we're reminded about his love for us, that he died on the cross so that we could have eternal life with him. Amen. Jesus said, John 6, 35, I am the bread of life. So after all this, after everything I just said, isn't what we're really after the person? In the end, don't we just want Jesus? Like, man, our prayer should be, give us this day 
Jesus. So many times we focus on the provision, but if I get the person, then the provision comes with it. Give me Jesus. He has enough for everybody. He will rain down from heaven and get us through this day and every this day that comes our way. Give me Jesus. You ever see a baby uh, ask for something? They stick out their arm and they open and close their hands. They're like, give me, 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 give me. All we want is Jesus for every moment, for every struggle, for every season, for every year. Give me Jesus. I mean, if we ask for bread, what father would give us a stone? He knows what we're asking. He knows what we need. Give me Jesus. I believe if he could provide for the birds, he can meet all our needs according to his great riches of his glory and he could do all I could think, ask or imagine, give me Jesus. I'm going to seek you first and then all those things you know I already need uh, will be provided, give me Jesus. I'm not worried, I'm not afraid, give me Jesus. I can't do this on my own, give me Jesus. For every day God is in direction, give me Jesus. For, for every wall towering over me and every giant in my way, give me Jesus. For provision to sustain me, give me Jesus. For wisdom, give me Jesus. For my joy, give me Jesus. For my marriage, give me Jesus. For my kids, give me Jesus. For my family, give me Jesus. For my country, give me Jesus. For the White House, give me Jesus. For my who, for my what, for my when, give me Jesus. For my where, for my why, for my how, give me Jesus. To do what he's called me to do, give me Jesus. To be who he's called me to be, give me Jesus. Give me Jesus, 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 give me Jesus. Oh, give us this day, give us Jesus. do this on my own. I can't be a dad like I'm supposed to be. I can't be a brother or a son or a pastor or a leader or whatever God's. I can't do it on my own. I'm like, God, give me Jesus every single day. And listen, 2020 has been hard all around. And it's funny because like we act like there's like this magic reset January 1st. Like, man, I can't wait till 2020's over. As if. I don't know what 2021 is going to hold. I don't know what's happening in the White House. I don't know what's happening with our economy. I don't know what's happening with Corona and shutdowns and vaccines. And, and you're like, Jordan, bring it back. You're depressing us. I'm actually not. Here's, here's the great news. Here's the best news, better than any bad news ever. Here's what I know, that 2021, that January 1st, that Jesus is walking into January 2021 with us. God is with us, Emmanuel. That's the Christmas story. He left heaven and he moved into the neighborhood. He put boots on the ground so he could be with all of us to get us through what we're going through every this day and every this day forward. And so I want to pray for all of us. I need this. This is just a reminder that, man, every single day I need this because we go through stuff. And every role that God's called me to, I go through stuff. And so I need this. So I'm going to pray for all of us, me included. Before I do that, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. And Maybe there's somebody in the room, maybe there's someone online, and you've just never given your life to Jesus, and you've heard the message, and you're like, man, I want this Jesus that you're talking about. I want to actually scream, give me Jesus. So I just want to pray for you. So everybody, close your eyes and bow your heads. And I want you to repeat after me. And if you're in the room, you could just pray, repeat this prayer if you're online man i'd love for you to maybe write that in the chat one of our team members is going to get there and pray with you but really quick repeat after me lord this day i confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you died for my sins and gave up your life for me 
And so I surrender all to you. I give you my life. I ask that every day for the rest of my life, give me Jesus. Come on, put your hands together for all those people who just made the best decision of their entire life. And for all of us, me included, God, I need you this day and every single this day. Help me, help me, help me, help us that in all the roles that you've called us to do, that we would constantly remember early in the season, early in the day, we'd say, oh, give us this day our daily bread. Give us Jesus. Come on, on the count of three, everybody scream, give me Jesus. One, two, three, give me Jesus. Jesus.